Welcome to the podcast where Beast Mode meets Manifesting Goddess. We are here to chase our dreams while in a magnetic, high vibrational state. Crushing your goals can feel like self-care. I'm your host, Kayla Van Egdom, and I am so excited to help you slay and thrive. Welcome back to the Slay and Thrive podcast. We are on episode 13. There was actually going to be a different episode 13, but I didn't really like it. And this one was inspired by something I read recently, so I swapped it out. And I think this is going to be one of my favorite episodes so far. So if you are here, I hope you love it as well. What I read recently was this major truth bomb. And what I loved about it is that it can be applied to anything. We're going to talk about money first because that's where this episode came from, but we're going to dive into how we can apply this to everything else as well. I recently discovered Amanda Francis, I think sometime this year, which is crazy because she's been around forever. I just sometimes feel like I live under a rock. I might have this completely innocent harmless girl crush on her. And she is all about the spiritual and energetic game of money. My boyfriend just bought me her book, which is called Rich, as insert the expletive here so we can keep this PG. You could probably guess from the title, but it has some cursing in it. That's not something I've ever been scandalized by, but I wanted to give the disclaimer for anyone listening to this that is more sensitive to that language. However, F-bombs and all, it is an amazing read. I'm also really proud of myself for actually taking my time with it and completing the journal questions at the end of each chapter. In the past, I've been guilty of being a chronic consumer without actually taking action or integrating what I'm learning. I've really been on a mission to change this over the past several years, and that has made all the difference. Anyways, the quote I wanted to share with you didn't actually come from her book. It came from an email she sent recently. And she wrote, Making more money won't resolve your issues with money. Resolving your issues with money resolves your issues with money. And as a result, you often get more money. This makes so much sense. And it was honestly what I needed to read at this point in my life. After doing a lot of inner work around health and my body and relationships, I knew that money was another place where I could really start to work on my mindset and my energy. I've spent a lot of my life feeling like money is something there is never enough of, that it's always a struggle. And I think a lot of this probably did come from my childhood and family life. We didn't have a lot of money when we were growing up. It was a family of five kids, and for the most part, it was mostly my dad working. And I remember, even as a child, internalizing this idea that money was a problem to be solved, that you always needed more of it. And I've spent a great deal of my adult life always trying to feel more secure around money by having more of it. And I don't completely regret that. It's created some great financial habits. It's helped me pay off a lot of debt really quickly, 
It also spurred me into action so that I was able to get into the housing market before it exploded and became crazy. It's helped me build savings and it's helped me become more intentional in my spending. So lots of great things that came from it, but it didn't feel good. Because for the longest time, no matter how much debt I paid off or how much was in savings, I always had this sense that it wasn't good enough. Not yet. I just had to have some more in savings or have this other stream of income. Something external was going to make me feel better about money. I was wrong. It was actually nothing to do with the amount of money. It was about how I was relating to money. That sense of scarcity, that desperate grasping, that I'll be secure after I save the next X amount of dollars mentality. The fear that something would happen to the money I already have. The fear that something could go wrong and take it all away. I've only realized in the past few months especially how much of my struggling around money has been caused by my relationship to it. I had my first big takeaway back when I decided to invest in the second level of the Inner Coach program. I actually just had Patrick on the last episode of the show, and if you haven't listened to him, you absolutely want to. He is amazing and such a great teacher. I have every belief that this program is going to be well worth the investment come September, but it was a decent chunk of my savings to invest in. I had some initial fears and reservations around spending that money. I even had guilt around spending that money, even though it was my own money that I'd worked for. In the end, I invested because I knew it would be more than worth the investment. Along with buying my home, the coaches and the courses and the personal development I've invested have been the best investments I've ever made and I know they will continue to be. Not long after this, I chose once again to invest in something that felt super aligned and important for my future growth and transformation. It turns out that the financial return on this particular investment will not happen in the way I expected it to, or as fast as I expected it to. I'm still getting so much value and learning a lot and growing a lot, It just didn't turn out exactly as I would have loved for it to. But that is 100% okay. As my latest girl crush, Amanda Francis, also says, there is no investment that is a loss or a setback. Everything is forward motion. I believe this to be true, and I actually believe all of this is working out for my greater good. In the near future, there will also be some changes to my income to expenses ratio that will mean not being able to invest quite as heavily in my savings accounts for a while. And honestly, a year ago, I probably would have acted like this was all a catastrophe. Instead, I am beyond grateful for the sudden turn of events. I can see them shaping my future for the better even though the path will be different and longer than expected. But the best part is that I can now also see a more peaceful, high high vibration, joyful path forward. And if I'm enjoying the journey, who cares how long it takes? 
It's also shown me that my money issues were never about the money. This whole situation has brought me more peace and a sense of abundance around money than I could have ever thought possible, even with significantly less money in my savings than I had a few months ago. There's a few reasons for this. The first is that when I was contemplating the investment in the second level of inner coach, I was thinking about how much money it was and what an investment it was. But then I also realized something. I was contemplating this decision because I could. I actually had the money in savings. It was available to me. Years before, when I was paying off debt, I would sometimes stumble across courses or opportunities that were a few thousand dollars. And I would think to myself, one day, I am going to be the type of person who has that type of money sitting around in savings to invest in myself when I choose to. Then I realized that I had already become that person. I just wasn't embodying it. I wasn't celebrating it. I wasn't living in the energy of abundance, even though I was abundant. The other thing that really hit home for me was seeing one of my mentors boldly announce that she was a better investment than the stock market, that she was a better investment than her 401k, that investing in herself was the best thing she'd ever done. And I could feel that. I resonated with that. I've already experienced that. And I still believe that all the growth and transformation that's occurred as a result of my investments will eventually pay off exponentially. I just have to hold that belief, take the aligned action and move towards it. So if you need some of your money beliefs shaken up, the book is Rich AF by Amanda Francis. 10 out of 10 would recommend. But I think this idea also translates everywhere else. Let's take weight and body for example. Losing weight will not resolve your issues with food and your body. Resolving your issues with food and your body will resolve those things. This one comes from so much personal experience. I have lost weight over and over again, thinking that it would ultimately give me body confidence and a healthy relationship to food. But it never did. Resolving my internal issues around food and my body were the only things that actually resolved these issues. For me, it was about figuring out why I kept turning to food. Why I didn't feel safe feeling my emotions. It was about me creating a life that is so rich and fulfilling that food is now back in its proper place. The thing I turn to when I'm hungry. And I still enjoy indulgences on occasion, but now they don't have that same forbidden thrill they once did because I have resolved my issues around food. And resolving my issues with my body didn't come from weight loss. I resolved these issues by thinking differently about my body. I realized that my body wasn't a problem to be solved. My body was actually functioning amazingly well especially considering the many, many ways I abused it all throughout my 20s. My body was simply responding to the way I was treating it. 
the overeating, the overstressing, the undersleeping. And over time, I made a choice to prioritize the health of my body over aesthetics. I knew that if I did this, the rest would take care of itself. And it has. By resolving my issues with body and food, the weight loss has just come as a natural consequence. I also had another big epiphany back in January of this year, actually. I was doing a workout with my boyfriend, and I think I was about 15 pounds heavier than I am now. I wasn't where I wanted to be physically, but I was loving that workout. I was feeling great in my body. I was enjoying the company. And I decided then that it was possible to be just as happy with the weight I was at as I would be 15 or 20 pounds or however many pounds less. And that has also made weight loss so much easier. Choosing to feel good now. Choosing to love my body now. And finally, what about relationships? So changing relationships or partners is not going to resolve your issues around relationships. Even finding the most incredible human being on the planet who wants to date you won't change your issues with relationships. Resolving these issues is the only thing that is going to heal this area. And this is actually going to be an entire podcast episode all on its own. And I cannot wait to share that one. It will probably happen in about a month from now, I would guess. And spoiler alert, there's going to be dragons. That's all I'll say about that. I did want to touch on this briefly. Because I always thought that a new relationship or a different love interest would change the codependent ways I was showing up. It didn't. The core wounds and the issues were still there. They were still there when I decided that I would switch from party animal playboys to introverted bookworms. They were still there when that didn't work and I decided, with all my 24 years of wisdom, that women, that was the solution, changing genders. I was also wrong there too. And even after getting the best partner ever, who is basically the opposite of every single person I dated in my early 20s in every way possible, even that didn't eliminate the baggage. I had to go in and do the uncomfortable, deep work to heal these wounds on my own. Trying to control anything external, thinking it's going to fix internal issues, whether those issues are fear or insecurity or anything else, doesn't produce real results. It doesn't produce results that last. And honestly, I've almost always seen this approach backfire in my own life. So how do you actually resolve any issue? First, get clear on the issue you're working through. It could be related to money, health, relationships, whatever. And sometimes if we have an issue with health or money, it'll translate to other places as well. Then start to figure out what's at the root of the issue. We're actually going to be diving deeper into this in that Dragon podcast, but I wanted to give you some questions to think about and some strategies to implement now. For example, if your issue is always feeling stressed about money, maybe the root issue is operating from a place of lack and scarcity. 
If you're always picking partners that treat you like garbage, maybe there's a limiting belief that you aren't good enough, that you don't deserve better. Try to get to that deepest layer possible. Next, you want to identify the thoughts, the stories, whatever it is that's causing you to think this way. Once you identify those thoughts and stories, recognize that those are all invented. You've made up those stories. Two people can have the exact same things happen in their life, but have completely different perspectives because they're choosing their reality, they're choosing their meaning, their perspective. So you've chosen whatever perspective it is, and you can choose a new one. It can actually really help to write out what your new story is versus what the old one is or old one was. Take my old money stories. There's never enough. It'll never be enough until I'm financially free. I'm behind. I should have more in my RRSPs by now. What's going to happen to me when I'm 60? No wonder I felt so constricted and gross about money. No wonder I lived in fear and scarcity. The new stories and the new narratives I'm building are, there is always enough. The universe always provides me with what I need. It comes to me in unexpected ways all the time. I have enough. I am enough. I am free right now, in this moment, regardless of what's in my bank account. I create freedom in my actions and thoughts. I choose to believe in the unseen and trust that the energetic and physical action I am taking is calling in abundance and overflow beyond my wildest dreams. I'm going to live in that energy now. It gets to be easy. And it also gets to happen sooner and in the most wild, unexpected ways possible. A lot of this is inspired by Amanda Francis, but I've also made it my own. And just saying this and thinking it makes me feel so joyful and expansive and incredible. And I actually do a little bit of this journaling every single day. It doesn't take long, maybe five, 10 minutes, but it continues to drop me into that energy so it's there on a regular basis. And that's the other way to resolve your issues. You keep coming back to them and working through them on a consistent basis because healing happens in layers and it happens through all kinds of things, journaling, meditating, sitting with your thoughts, getting coaching, reading books, integrating the concepts you're learning in those books. The other thing I find extremely powerful is finding actionable ways to operate from that new belief system. It doesn't have to be anything big. Just today, actually about an hour before recording this, I decided I was going to choose to believe that money is always available to me and I am going to spend some of what I have joyfully and peacefully. So there was this super cute dress I'd bookmark in my uh, internet bookmarks. And I don't think I've bought myself a dress since 2019 and that was my wedding dress. Uh, It wasn't a super expensive dress, but it was this little action I could take where I was signaling to the universe that I am operating from a place of abundance and trusting that everything I need is on its way to me. Find ways to make your new reality come to life. 
The energetic work and the mindset work is extremely important as well, but you also want to be living the life you would be living if those issues were gone. Because eventually, that is going to become your new reality. I hope you found this episode helpful no matter what you are going through. I have actually just loved recording it. I feel like energized and ready to go for a walk or a run or something after this. So I will see you next week. I have an amazing guest coming up in the next episode and you will not want to miss her. So I hope you all have an excellent rest of this week and we will talk again soon.